Hi, welcome to this Law and Sport podcast with me, Sean Cottrell, the founder of Law and Sport. Today, I'm joined by Kevin Carpenter, the editor of Law and Sport, who recently attended the Law Accord conference, which is part of Sport Accord, that was taking place in St. Petersburg. Kevin was talking on what is one of the most topical issues facing sport at this moment in time. Kevin, can you just tell us a little bit about what you were doing in St. Petersburg and what was the main topic of conversation? So uh, Law Accord is, as you mentioned, it's part of the Sport Accord International Convention, which takes place every year. Sport Accord being the international umbrella federation for all international sports federations. Um, Law Accord is a, is a discrete part of the convention, and it actually opened the convention this year. And the, the title of the, of the workshop was What Regulatory Framework is Needed to Combat Match Fixing in Sport? Uh, and I was part of the, the second the second panel, which focused on uh, national and international legislation and what's happening in relation to sports fraud, inverted commas, and, and betting regulations. So uh, was, it, was it a good conference? Uh... Yeah, it was an excellent conference, um, attended by around 100 attendees um, from different sectors of sport. So you had, uh, for example, former members of the um, legal council at FIFA, members of government, so from Australia and Finland, and also members from governing bodies, including the ICC and the International Netball um, Federation. And so in a, in a nutshell, uh, what did you talk about? Well, I spoke about specifically, there were five different propositions. Um, one, that, one of the propositions was in relation to a WADA-type body, which is obviously one of, the, one of the hot topics in relation to match fixing. And on that topic, I sort of mentioned that um, I think that funding is probably the critical issue to this body, although it's a good idea in principle. It's going to be difficult to politically and economically get governments to contribute to the pot to get a, to get a fund going on that for an international agency. Uh, the second one looked at the issue of uh, match-fixing laws and regu- in domestic legislation. So I, I mentioned the developments in India that have been happening, particularly in the past two weeks with the uh, IPL cricket scandal. And also in Russia, they've just passed a new law, or, or it's going through Parliament uh, as they're hosting the World Cup in 2018, obviously the Sochi Winter Olympics. The, the third strand talks about the possibility of a betting right um, which has been introduced only in France and I believe uh, to a limited extent in Poland. Um, and I think in principle this is, this is a good idea because why should betting operators be, be allowed to in essentially free ride on sports intellectual property? Um, they don't get to do that with broadcasting, for example, so why should they be allowed to use sports for betting purposes and not have to pay? Um, their argument is that the result, they already contribute and have their own sort of anti-corruption and betting monitoring processes. But what it would do is it would be able to overcome this funding issue if some of this money from the betting right was used to fund an international body. And um, so did they touch on at all the illegal betting markets, which which we we know causes such problems in terms of integrity in sport? Yeah, the the international... um, sort of illegal markets, the large ones. So we're looking in particular over in Asia, particularly China, and then, as I've mentioned earlier, India and also the United States of America can be considered one of the big danger markets. Um, this, this was mentioned also in the first session, which talked about sports regulations, and there was some heated debate as to whether sports bodies should be responsible for gambling policies or whether that should be left purely to national governments or, or an international body and whether, in that case, therefore sports should just focus on match-fixing and the actual offence itself rather than what caused it. Um, And there were were fairly strong views on both sides on that. And what would you say the sort of takeaways were from the conference? Well, I I think the takeaways were that um, people seem to be saying that in the past two or three years since this really got onto the main sporting and political agenda, 
uh, although there has been good moves made, there's still a lot to be done and people want to see action being taken. Although there's lots of good international conferences happening, there's not enough going on the ground. Yeah. Um, there was definitely a sense that there needs to be uh, greater communication flows between different stakeholders. And what the, IC, the IOC did at the London 2012 Olympic Games is seen as success and a p- potential basis moving forward. But there's definitely a sense that I think one of the phrases used was think globally, act locally. And yeah. that's, that seems to be the preferred policy moving forward. And I can take it that we're going to receive something from you <laughs> in the written format in the, in, in the coming weeks. That's right, yes. I, I will be looking back at, um, at this and also um, at the, the Blackstone Chamber Sports Law Conference, which Lawrence Sport attended last week. And also uh, this coming week, I will be in uh, Budapest um, giving some education training um, along with sort of uh, the leading academic and journalist Declan Hill. Um, talking to players, coaches, administrators of various football associations in Europe, talking about this topic. So, uh, yeah, I will be producing one of my uh, one of my sports law blogs, talking about what's uh, what I've learned in the past couple of weeks. That's excellent. And also, I would refer people to your your excellent three part piece on well both I think it was last year and this year um, on match fixing in sport. A very comprehensive report, um, which for anyone who wants to get familiar with the with this, uh, the, the area and uh, find out what the, all the developments and some of the issues that, that people have been, that the various sports have been facing. Uh, they should definitely look at law and sport to, to, to find that. Well, Kevin, thank you very much for your time. Um, good luck in, in Budapest. I hope it goes well. Thank you very much. And uh, I look forward to receiving and, and reading your blogs uh, in the coming weeks. Thank you very much.